Let's get the ball rolling. Welcome to Puro Pinche Sports. I'm your host, Sagarza. Whoa, I butchered that one badly. Anyways, guys, happy Memorial Day. Guys, along with me today is a former guest, a guy we are hoping that he will be around more often. But, of course, he is a new DAD. He is a dad. He will be busy taking care of his family. Guys, along with me tonight is Trey Parker. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, brother? How's your Memorial Day? Man, just relaxing, hanging out with the baby. So, Hey, man, that's all we... It's all we can do when we have young ones. Yes, you sir. Do so much. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Trey. You're a big basketball fan. You're a Spurs fan, but you love basketball. You love the NBA. The finals are kicking in. We've got the two teams settled in. Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics. Talk to me. Give me a grade level between uh, 1 to 10. Like, How are you feeling for these finals? Man, I'm excited. Uh, don't get me wrong. I wish uh, Dallas would have made it in, but I'm, you know, Golden State is Golden State. Uh, the only concern that I have is if Boston plays like they played against Miami, I don't know if they're going to beat them. Uh, Golden State is a headhunter, and they're man, they're good. So we'll see how it goes. I completely agree with you, man. I mean, it's just going in for like me. I see like for me, rating wise, it's like a. Eight out of ten. You know, it's nice to see the Warriors back in the finals because they're a beast that has really, besides the 2016 finals, they never got beat, you know, without, you know, an asterisk or something. You know, yeah. that's what everyone's going to give for the Raptors win is that, well, you don't win if KD goes goes down. You don't win if Clay goes down. Um, so it's nice to see that they're back on top, and now we get a more better opportunity with the more healthier Celtics yeah. to see if they not come down. Tell me your thoughts right now on what Jason Tatum um, has elevated this team, the Celtics, into becoming. Oh, man, he's, I mean, become a playmaker. He's become a star. Like, game seven, dude, he, he held it down. Uh, luckily, they were well-rounded, and they had multiple people in, you know, that double-digit range points. But uh, he just, he clutched it up in the end and just kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing, you know. Uh, I think they realized they should have won at home in game six. Um, but it's, it's uh He's definitely stepped it up in the last couple games. Yeah, man. I mean, he's seen his growth. Um, just, I mean, mind you, he's like one of the picks, like from coming from the the Nets trade for Paul Pierce for for KG and what he's elevated himself to being through the drama of Kyrie Irving being on the team, uh, through Brad Stevens, you know, being a good coach and then his departure, you know, to or promotion per se, and now he's pulling through this team. The Celtics overall started pretty mid, kind of bad in the season. I think their record was like 23-23. They're a 500 team at a certain point. What impressed you from their po- point of view to making it here? What changes did they make in your eyes to get them to become the Eastern Conference champions? Uh, well, first off, I got to shout out Ime Udoka, man. That Spurs alone, bro. Um, but he definitely changed. I noticed he changed in this, especially in this last series, and you know, obviously other games, the way his lineup was. So he saw what they needed to fix and he fixed it. Um, like for example, you know, Grant Williams got taken out a little bit more, and they kind of played a little small at certain points. And then when they know when he realized they needed a big, they threw him back in there with a little momentum and you know, played like that, but man, they, they got a lot of talent around them. They just, 
I really, really hope that they step it up because I would love to see Tatum, Derek White, obviously, you know, former Spur, Emil Udoka, all those guys, uh, you know, catch that dub. So they just they, – they definitely just keep pushing. Who's going to be the biggest key factor outside of Tatum, outside of Brown, outside of Smart? Who's going to be the biggest factor to really, like, bring out the best out of the Celtics, you know, is it going to be their six new six man Derek White as we mentioned? Is it going to be a Grant Williams? Who who do you believe? I think Derek, man, uh, he definitely, man, that, that dude can shoot, bro. Everybody knows that from the Spurs. Uh, he also has stellar mentality. You know, uh, he has a he has a good drive and he he wants to win. Obviously, he's been a part of a you know winning organization for a while now. So I definitely could see Derek stepping up for sure. Derek White has definitely stepped up for the Celtics, and you can see more recent with his play, playoff games. Um, he brings in that intensity that you can use when Marcus Smart needs his rest, you know, taking the charges, being that menace, with, you know, with the steals and stuff. He's very underrated as far as defender. I mean, we as Spurs fans, we know how good he can be as a defender. The definitely. problem is, though, everyone else doesn't. If you listen to a Mark Jackson on, you know, our broadcast, they say he's a defensive liability. No, he's not. He is no. a menace. He is a guy. Maybe if they switch up on him and they put a big guy on him, of course. You know, it's going to be yeah. – you know, Jimmy Butler is just a fucking beast. Let's go, let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, before no before choice. we transition to the uh, Warriors, the Western Conference champions, what were your thoughts on the Miami Heat run up until this point? God, man. I, that was another team that I was, like, pushing for, actually. Uh, I like Jimmy Butt. I like Tyler Hero. Obviously, he was out, you know, I think it was like three games or something like that for the groin injury. Mm-hmm. Um, that was sad to see, but I really did like that Miami Heat team. I thought they would did really well, uh, you know, later on in the season. So that was really cool to see him in that final area. Playoff Jimmy is an animal. I mean, I don't God, think anyone, anyone can deny that. Um, what are your thoughts on them moving forward? Uh, clearly, they you know, Spolstra, Coach Spolstra, you know, decided, you know, Duncan Robinson's really not part of their rotation anymore. He started pulling more for Victor Oladipo. Uh, what do you see for their future? And you see them coming back and possibly hitting the finals one more time? I think they can. Uh, if Obviously, this offseason they get healthy again, uh, get their core back. Uh, same concept like I just mentioned. Hero obviously wasn't 100%. He's a shooter. He's a baller. Um, yeah, I really – I noticed Duncan Robinson was definitely pulled a lot and I could kind of see why he wasn't really uh, covering all ends. You know what I mean? And, and that's a big deal now. Um, But other than that, man, I think they could easily push for another, maybe not, maybe not the finals, but you know, in that vicinity of the playoffs. For sure, man. I mean, who knows? Maybe Joel and B will force a trade to Miami. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a lot of fun, but all right. Golden State, the Warriors are back in the finals six time in the la- within the last ten years. So shoot, I mean it's what eight years. Six time in the last eight years they're back in the finals. A lot of people, including good old Marco Monreal, had the Warriors done. What were your thoughts after KD went down and then left, and then Clay went down with both his nasty injuries, the Achilles and ACL? Man, uh, obviously everybody did count them out for sure. And I, I mean, I'll include myself in that. I didn't think that they would be much, um, but I'm not going to lie, dude. Andrew Wiggins has killed it for them, killed it for them. And then obviously Steph is Steph and Clay came back a freaking monster too. 
Uh, I was real worried about him just because of injuries and everything, but he came back with a vengeance for sure. So uh, it's it, it is cool to see them back in it. Like I said, I'm just a I'm just a hater, I guess, but uh, <laughs> it, it's cool to see them back in it. I just it's the fans, you know what I mean? It's it's the fans that I'm just like, dude, you don't know the the Golden State from back in the day with Baron Davis and the Lance Stevens, all that jazz. You don't know them, you know. So. Uh, other than that, man, I'm, I'm really happy to see them. Uh, it's going to be a great series. I just hope Boston can hold up. Props to the loyal Warriors fan. I give y'all props sure. for sticking around during the dark times. The you know the current Warrior fans who were the LeBron James Heat fans who were the LeBron James Cavalier fans. Y'all need to stop. Y'all need to chill. Yeah. Y'all talk too much. Um, stop throwing. Stop throwing things at Charles Barkley. He definitely deserves it. But stop, <laughs> it. stop it. Just don't do that. Um, Warriors are back in. We saw what they did against the Mavs, kind of basically a gentleman sweep, five games. What? Who is going to have to be? Let me see. I guess taken out, not you know physically, of course. I'm just saying out of their rhythm to you know make it a more even game here because we have some of the best offenders in the Celtics side. Uh, obviously, Steph is numero uno, but that's the given one. Uh, I think the the underdog one will either, and I know it's kind of not picking one, but either Wiggins or Thompson. Uh, now, Draymond Green is is a facilitator for sure, but I don't think you can stop him. I really don't. He's very smart. I hate the dude with the passion. You could ask Christy. I hate him, but he is a facilitator, so I don't know if you're going to stop him. But if you stop the people he facilitates to, he's not as good with you know, shooting and so on and so forth. So um, I think either Clay or Wiggins, one of those two will definitely be the guys that you got to just, you got to hold both of them off their game. Steph is going to get his shots. Draymond's going to get his assists and rebounds. If you stop one of the other two, I think you might have a shot. Uh, so I would definitely love to see. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to put smart on Curry. I would assume uh, unless he's in foul trouble. And then I would assume Jalen Brown would go on Clay and then put Tatum on Wiggins or so on, maybe even, you know, Draymond. But uh, I think the athletic dudes need to stay with the athletic dudes type deal. So, What are your thoughts on, on the possible X factor who's been rising huge this year in Jordan Poole? What are your thoughts on him? Dude, he's actually been nice. I'm not going to lie at all. Um, I think he's still young in the sense that he does panic. Uh, mm-hmm. You kind of saw it. I think it was game four maybe. Uh, he kind of tried too hard to be like Steph. And don't get me wrong, there are some things he does that is Steph-esque, but uh, he, he's got to know his strengths. And, and he's still learning, obviously. So uh, I, I'm impressed with him, though. I really am. He was actually really solid. The Warriors, last time they met the Celtics, um, that kind of started this, you know, the downward spiral as far as like Steph, you know, ankle injury before the playoffs again. Um, he, Marcus Smart and him went for a ball. Uh, he rolled his ankle, you know, are you concerned as far as injury wise for, well, let's say, honestly, both teams, are you, who's your major concern injury wise going into this finals matchup? Man, I, I honestly, I really don't know injury wise to be completely serious. I think, I think both of them are starting to get back under their legs. The only one that would concern me is again, Clay's just injuries from the past. Uh, in that sense, but uh, yeah, I really don't know to be completely serious. Yeah, I mean, if I had to really guess right now, I mean, we've been in most of the like play postseason, you know, as far as the Celtics side, to be without Robert Williams, uh, he's been the one that's really sat on the sidelines. Uh, as long as 
you know, um, you know, God forbid, you know, Steph Curry rolls ankle and something happens. I don't see the Warriors really struggling too much on injury wise. I mean, they have a lot. They have a few guys out. Um, like their, you know, last year's rookie James Wiseman. Uh, who's the Who's the young man that got hurt? Gary Payton the second got hurt. That one was brutal, ago. dude. That was That was bad. That was disgusting. Now the season's split between the two teams. They're one and one. Your official prediction, Trey, right now. Give me your thoughts on Celtics versus Warriors. Official prediction. Mm, I'm gonna have to go Warriors and six. That's how much your, as it hurts to say. <laughs> all right, that's your brain. Now, what's your heart? <laughs> what you want? What you want it to be? <laughs> what do I want it to be? I want it to be Celtics at least. And I mean, honestly, I want it to go seven. So I'd I'd love to say Celtics and seven, man. That would be sick. Even Celtics and six, I'd be happy with, you know. But uh, obviously, it's it's a dream. I don't know if it's going to happen again. The way Boston played at the end, uh, Miami was a solid team. Don't get me wrong; they're obviously in that, you know, that final season uh, for a reason there. But uh, if they if they try to stand a chance against the Warriors, dude, there ain't no way they can play like that. No way. Who do you think out of the Popovich tree is going to be the better coach? Dude, Steve Kerr or I knew you were going to ask that, man. I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> Steve Kerr's the GOAT, bro. I'm sorry. But I like the way Emu Udoka has stepped up in coaching. Uh, he's definitely learned a lot from First Pop. year, you too. Tell. You can tell he's learned a bunch. Because uh, obviously when Pop would get thrown out or whatever, Emu would step up and be the coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but no, I really, dude, I like Emu a lot. I think he's going to be a great, great coach, you know, in the NBA for a while. So much is going on with uh, the sports world as far as, you know, developing, bringing in new stars international-wise. But I'm just wondering right now, Trey, what what can what can the Celtics really do? What what Where are you going to stop them? Because you're not going to stop them in the threes. So where where else are you going to force them to be uncomfortable? Uh, I think, like you were mentioning earlier with the with the, what's his face Williams, mm-hmm. um, I think their size could be a big factor. They they do have length, don't get me wrong, but I think the size, you know, body size is a little concerning, uh, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I just again going back to it, uh, you got you know Draymond Green, a big body. You got Kavon Looney, who's been actually crushing it, uh, you know, in the past series or two. Uh, it's just that's my biggest concern is their, their size that they can match up. We saw yesterday Jason Tatum wearing the Kobe uh, Kobe's. Bryant yeah, armband around him rather than his usual green one. Um, what are your thoughts on Jason Tatum's, you know, determination to get this kind of win for Kobe, you know, a mentor of his, someone that he idolized for. I mean, that's he, uh, he tweeted out too saying I'm playing this one for you or something to that effect, but that was definite mama mentality, bro. Like this is do or die. I got to go in and get it. So I, I think that'll definitely play a factor. I just hope he keeps his drive and his momentum and his passion up because again, they're going to need it. They're going to have to have him as a leader, just like Kobe, uh, you know, you go on the sidelines and everybody's playing around and this and the other, and you got to focus type deal. So, uh, I again, I, I do like Tatum a lot. I've liked him for a while. He's a very, very good player. So, I'm excited to see him, man. I haven't asked, had a chance to really ask you this since we're on the subject right now. What were your thoughts, you know, 
now to over two years ago. What were your thoughts on Kobe's passing and what his legacy left behind for God, the NBA? Dude, I can't believe it's already been that long. Uh, definitely sad. Um, obviously, there's going to be those haters, and I was a Kobe, not hater, but a uh, you love the player, hate hate him type person, you know what I mean? Because he's rival. a good person. True yeah, they, exactly. Um, but it was definitely sad to see, you know, not only him, but his daughter, super young girl, um, had a bright future with not only school, but athletics as well. And then mm-hmm. all those other people involved. Um, it was definitely sad to see uh, an icon passing for sure. In the 2000s, who was better, Tim Duncan or Kobe Bryant? <laughs> In general, or are we talking about positions? <laughs> uh, In general. In general. Man, I'm sorry. Timmy's I got to go Timmy. Timmy's goat, bro. I got to go Timmy. Because it's always going to be an argument, right? We've had. Oh, yeah. The 80s was Magic or Larry Bird. The 90s, just MJ. The 2000s, Timmy and Kobe. I mean, they dominated. You know, Kobe said it best in his uh, previous interviews before he passed, even on the After the Smoke podcast. He said, if it wasn't for Tim Duncan, if it wasn't for those prayers, I would have won more titles. Oh, 100%. And I, and I truly believe that. And I'd say vice versa, same way. I mean, you love the passion that both teams brought against each other. They eliminated each other so many times in the playoffs. It's just the intensity was real. No, for sure. It was definitely that brotherhood, like, okay, you're going to win, I'm going to win, you're going to win, I'm going to win type deal. So it, it was good. Going back to the NBA finals, so let's go NBA playoffs. What were your thoughts on the new award that came out? The one, the MVPs for the West and MVPs for the East? I think, think that's kind of cool. Concept? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of cool because it, it, even if you don't win the MVP of the actual, you know, final championship you know, a series, it gives them a little bit of something extra, you know, uh, what do you call accolade wise, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of cool um, to definitely see that. And the people that they named it after, um, you know, to shout them out, especially. So uh, I think it's a cool mixture into the award ceremonies that NBA already has. Um, so I, I did like that a lot. I mean, do you have any issues with the people that were named? Like an Oscar Robertson, you know, the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Bob Cousy. Did you think that maybe someone else might have been a better option for one of the names, or did you get it right? Uh, I want to – in my heart, I, I think they got it right. Uh, you know, you think about the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, and you think about those guys, um, you know, the big, big dogs, like you said, the Larry and the Magics. Um, so I think they did pretty well. What's what's your thoughts on that one? I think they did pretty well. Um, I know that he's an active player still, but it's kind of tough to look at an Eastern Conference either title or MVP and not say LeBron James. As crazy yeah. as it might be because he did go pretty much all the 2010s to the finals every year. Um, yeah. It's it's really tough. Of course, he's an active player right now. I'm pretty sure. And I think that's coming. maybe why, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the reasoning behind it because he's so active. That's the only thing I can think about, at least. So, does LeBron James make it back to the finals ever again? Um, in my honest opinion, no. Mm -hmm. I I don't think so. Um, I I just I don't like the Lakers this year just crumbled. And mind you, yeah, they were injury prone and and injury ridden and everything. I, I get that, but I also. If he stays with the Lakers, I don't know what they're going to do to build around him. 
Um, if they trade, like they've been talking, obviously there's rumors, right? Rumors galore. Yeah. Um, if they trade, I don't know if he's going to go to the right place to build and work up for that. Um, now, mind you, he is still super athletic. He's still a really good player, but I, I just I don't see him personally making it. No. Yeah, I mean it's going to be tough to see, especially with the West getting deeper and deeper. Well, um, that's the biggest thing. I saw a stat that said you know he made the Eastern Conference you know finals every year for. I want to say it was like 10 years or something to that effect. And then he comes to the Western conference and mind you, he's made it. I think it was 10 years, something like that. I don't remember the exact math. Um, eight. Eight was it eight? Eight? Yeah. Yeah. And then he came to the West and he's made it a couple of times. Don't get me wrong, but me personally, I don't believe the bubble um, myself. I don't think the bubble was a, uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, it wasn't a real season to me personally. I got affected, of course, with everything that happened pandemic-wise. Exactly, and there's a lot of things that the factor-wise. Um, now, question there, because, it shows because the of that. Because of that, do other you know? How do you feel about the other seasons in the past, like the twenty? Uh, I want to say it was the twenty thirteen, the or the twenty twelve, and or and the nineteen ninety nine seasons. They were shortened seasons themselves. Do you see them as an asterisk titles as well, or nah? Um, or just I this guess, one because of what the circumstances? I think personally this one because of everything else around it. Like, yes, those were shortened, but all the conditions that got put into it, like the bubble and the the no fans, obviously that makes a huge difference for certain players, right? Some people play for the game. Some people play for the fans. So it's a different concept. Now, yeah, they had the virtual, but that ain't the same, man, you know? Mm -hmm. Um us being right here virtually talking is way different than me and you actually talking in person. Oh, so absolutely. I do see what you're saying, but I personally think that this one was different just because of that aspect. Understood. Understood. Um, don't want definitely, you know, bubble dame is, has not been the same since, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting question. You, you had, you had a very, uh, um, enthusiastic response to this was Jimmy Butler shot a bad shot at the end of the game. Hundred percent, seven. Hundred percent. He literally could. He had a big man on him. He could have done an in and out and gone around him for an easy dunker layup. To, I mean, right then and there. Like why? And I get his thought. He wants to pull up. He wants to get ahead, so on and so forth. But he easily had a big on him. In and out go around him and gone. Uh, so I, I do a hundred percent think it was a terrible shot. 100%. Do you think he was just gassed because they asked him to play the entire game? He did not yes. take a break. <laughs> yes. Yes. A hundred percent. I, I know that's a big factor into it. Uh, but man, it just sucks right at the last moment you had that opportunity. And yep. I'm pretty sure it's funny because I saw him after the game. He was, you know, laughing and smiling, which obviously they're all friends to an extent. Mm -hmm. You know, they all hang out with each other, talk to each other. Um, but a part of me could tell that he was kind of relieved or it, it seemed like it. I don't know for sure, but it seemed like he was relieved that they didn't win because of what they didn't expect of him for sure. Absolutely. I know Bam Adebayo tore up his jersey after in the back. after the I game. like Bam too. That was sad. But Bam is well. Bam is very, very uh, emotion hot, ridden high ever since uh, Pop cut him from Team USA, you know, a couple of years ago. And he, but he's gotten better since that pushed him to yes. strive to be one of the you know 
great bigs out there. I mean, he's not sure. the tallest out there, but he's very, very strong, very emotional, very. Yeah. You just want a guy like Bam on your team. Oh, for sure. All right, let's see here. Talk to me about the runner-ups for the Western Conference Finals. Talk to me about the Mavericks. Talk, talk to me how you feel about them. <sighs> Man, I feel so bad for for the Mavericks and Luca and Kid and all them. Man, I just it's crazy. You look at the team that is built around Luca, and he really doesn't have. Now, mind you, he, there's a lot of good players on that team. Mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwiddie stepped it up. Um, what's his name? The little Jaylen point Brunson. Guard. Brunson. Brunson killed it. Mm-hmm. But who is his other teammate? Who does he have? So, for example, you have Jimmy Butt, who has Lowry, who has the Bam out of Bayou, who has these guys. Tyrell. Seth Curry has Clay, Draymond, Andrew Wiggins, Jason Tatum has Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, all these guys. Who does Luca have? Do you see this as the Mavericks need to find people for Luca? Or- 100%. Because here's my notion on it. As long as it keeps going the way it is, he's just going to be the Mavericks James Harden, the way he was for the Rockets. Um, Just one guy who, you know, you try to put a star with him, and I mean like Porzingis, but, you know, Porzingis at that point was just a shell of himself. Um, Because he does have the one of the highest usage percentages out there. You know, he has the ball, the plays are called for him. And he creates a lot of great opportunities, but if the guys can execute, I mean, these guys, who do you see probably going into the free agency coming up this season that is something that would be good for him? There's a lot of rumors of a Zach Levine leaving Chicago. There's a lot of rumors of DeAndre Ayton leaving uh, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, What are your thoughts on what they could add, and is this something that would actually benefit Luka or would actually hold him back? Um, no, I definitely think that uh, that if Luca got a second person, like you said, Porzingis, he had so much potential, but he he's just a shell of himself, like you said. So he, Luca didn't have that extra guy, dude. I think I don't know about Zach Levine because Zach Levine is kind of like a Luca type to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not the same anymore, but he still is. But if you got somebody like DeAndre Ayton, where you could run a pick and roll or uh, you know, you run a play to where Luca drives and dishes type deal, dude. That would be scary. Or if you get some type of a shooting guard around him, um, you know, I know technically, I guess, considered the small forward shooting guard, consider, but uh, if you got somebody who's a true shooting guard, you know, Brunson drives dishes to Luca, Luca drives dishes to that guy, something to that effect. So Bradley Beal is uh, very loyal to the Warriors, but he does have his player option. What do you think would a Luca Bradley Beal combo could look like? Is that a finals team right there? Uh, I think it could be for sure. Um, same concept. Who? Where are you going to put him? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, sorry, I got a little. Too. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, what position are you looking to fill? You know, are you going to put Luke at the one and let him facilitate? Or are you going to do him at the two, three, let a point guard kind of rotate dish? Luca does his thing. So it's kind of where you want to go, that type of deal. 
Yeah, P.J. Tucker, who's going to have his own player option after this season, is definitely going to be a nice little pickup for anybody in hell. That might be something the Mavs might look. Just, you know, those smart contracts interested in picking up rather than going as big as, you know, what they're going to be paying Luca. Definitely, definitely. (laughs) Come on, Internet, don't fail me now. Anyways, (laughs) you good? The biggest one I I want to see right now is is Aiden, though. I was actually talking to somebody, and, uh, man, don't get me wrong, I love Pirtle, and I don't know how we would do it, but I would love to see a DeAndre Aiden on the Spurs. I think he would be a monster. That'd be a very interesting. I agree with you. I, I think it'd be very intriguing. Um, I know there are people that are really high on Pirtle. Um, I just think that what we saw this season was his like his peak, what he can like. See, and that's what I'm wondering because he best. killed it. Yeah, he killed it, and that's what I'm wondering: is this going to be a blockable season again, or is that? The, the highest point of the mountain that we reached. Because I love Pirtle. I, I mean, I love him with the passion. He's awesome. But what do we get out of him? I mean, hopefully a first-round pick. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I would hope – I mean, I think DeAndre Aiden would be a huge step up. Um, are you any concerned about his um, – I guess his character assassination so far? Do you think, like, he's a bit of a diva, like, you know, some reports are, are pretending <clears throat> to be? Uh, to be serious, no, I don't think so. You think about it like this: Who did the Suns pay? Right? Um, they could have easily done something to you know pay all three of them. And I know that's complicated to say, but there are ways around it. There are ways to pay people. So why did they only pay those two instead of all three? So to me, I would be upset too. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, just yeah. it's kind of like a okay, I thought I was doing really good for y'all. What's going on type deal? Um, So I know he's frustrated. I don't think that's who he actually is because he still did play pretty decent. Um, But I definitely see what you're saying about what it could be for sure. Now, we're going to see, again, we're going to go back to the finals here. We're going to see the Warriors. We're going to see the Celtics. They are honestly two beasts, and with, with their young core, I'm going to ask you this, Trey. Is this the final run for the Warriors, or do you think they have more in them after the season? <laughs> Man, I've been saying it was the final run for the Warriors. Um, <laughs> I'm just over them winning. <laughs> but, no, man, if they if they keep the same talent they have, now, I, again, same concept. We, we never know how the offseason is going to be. Um, but if they keep the same people, I could see them making another run, yeah. What do you feel about the – it's not – necessarily well there's not rumors it's like just like twitter talk um would you feel like the warriors feel good about sent you know trading away clay or something like that and, and pushing pool to becoming the second splash brother i can see that about that i could definitely see that happening um i'd feel bad for clay but then at the same time i'm like i mean clay's already got his rings go get your money you know what i mean so um it's kind of, I guess, both-sided on that. Uh, I definitely do see them trying to push pool more, like I was mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely trying to turn him into that that other Splash Brother, for sure. Um, so you, you do you do kind of feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, if I was in Clay's shoes, I'd be like, okay, I already got pretty much everything I need, especially if they get this last one, 
right here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like, okay, I, I'm chilling the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Let me go get some money real quick. If I can help the team out, sweet. If not, I'm chilling. Where does a title victory put a Jason Tatum in his career at, at the age of 25? Or 24, actually. Sorry. I was going to say, I thought he was 20, turning 25. Um, yeah, turning 25. Man, he, he, I mean, he's a stud. Uh, I'm really curious to see where his his career takes him for sure. Um, I don't know if it'll always be with Boston, but I would hope to see that because the dude is – he's a monster. So – I, yeah, I think a, I think personally for me, a title will be big for him, especially since you haven't seen the Celtics win a title in a little over 10, 10 years, about 14 years yeah. now, uh, since they last beat the Lakers. Now, legacy-wise, where does this title win and possible finals MVP put Steph all-time? Go, bro. Greatest shooter of our generation. Oh, I thought you meant actual like go. Oh no 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 no! Like greatest shooter of our generation. Just okay. Go in the sense of the dude's a cold blooded killer, bro. Like, and again, I hate him with a passion because <laughs> he, it's just so frustrating to watch him. He's play. not a Spurs uniform. I hate him. <laughs> God, dude, it, it's just frustrating to watch him play. Like, there's sometimes you're like, dude, there's no way he can hit that, and then he pulls it, and you're like, no, dude, what are you doing? Like, how? But no, greatest shooter of our generation, one like hands down, the, the dude's cold. If he wins this title, he becomes the seventh man ever to win four NBA titles, two MVPs. That list, of course, is joining Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Wilt, Kareem, uh, Tim Duncan, Magic Johnson. I mean, those are some big shoes to like, or that's a big company to join. Oh, yeah. Overall, do you put him top 10, top five? Where would you put him if he wins this? You're talking about overall, overall. Um, yeah. Man, I'd have, to, I'd have to say top 15. I don't know about top 10. That's kind of tough. Okay. But I could see top 15 for sure. So what what is hesitating you from putting him top 10? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. I guess just the people that I've seen before him. Um. Uh, my list kind of changes sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> same, same. Yeah, but uh, I would definitely put him top 15. Just, again, greatest shooter of our generation, hell of an athlete, won multiple championships. I mean, just he's definitely up there for sure. I think I have to throw him into the top 10 if he does win this one. It's just his championship pedigree is really unquestionable at this point. Uh, just to what he's done for the organization, yes. The fans can be as annoying as Cowboy fans. Let's be honest. Uh, and we are in Texas. We're in Texas. You don't have to plead the fifth. You know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the truth. Stephen A. Smith says it every day. But I think I would put him in there. I don't think I'd put him above Tim Duncan. You know, for me, Tim Duncan's top five. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Who disagrees? I'd say but, I'd say that. But he's top five for me. Steph would be into the top ten for sure. Um by the way, I, I wouldn't be kicking Kobe out. I know a lot. I know a lot of people have like Kobe at nine or ten. I'm just like, did y'all watch basketball? No, <laughs> just, so, Trey, any final thoughts going into this finals matchup, which begins on Thursday? You know, what are your final thoughts going? You know, for this game one, for the whole series, really. Uh, again, man, I'm I'm just excited. I really hope it's a good series. I really, uh, man, in the back of my mind, 
I'm afraid for a sweep or a gentleman sweep. I really am. And I don't want to see that. I would hate to see that in the finals. I would just. Uh, but yeah, it's, if it, it's, for, for, it's for you, the Warriors, that, you know, their championship pedigree, that good. Because they don't have KD this time. It's not going to be an easy run the same way KD, that they bro. had them. They don't need KD. They have they have too much talent, anyways, man. That's uh, true. Again, this last series that they played is just now, mind you. Again, we talked about who they were playing. That does make a factor. So obviously things change, but just man, they just they didn't miss, man. They they were cold. <laughs> I'll be I'll be like you. My my brain says Warriors in six. My heart says Celtics in seven. Um, I truly believe that. Even though we've seen how great the Warriors have been, right? They had a five-game pretty much gentleman sweep against Luka and the Mavs. They they overcame the Grizzlies, even though Jaw was hurt for the last three games. Ah, and could you imagine that? That was my biggest thought: is if Jaw didn't get hurt, where would that series go? Was well to deter before I, I continue my my point. Did was it a dirty play by Jordan Poole, or was it something else that caused that injury for Jaw? Mm. <laughs> I'll leave that up to everybody else deciding that one. No, we are live right now. I need you to tell me your thoughts. I don't care about yours. I don't care about yours. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was. It, it's like one of those plays. Same concept with the the Peyton uh, Junior injury. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it was a dirty, dirty play. Like he didn't. I don't think he did it on purpose. But it's one of those you sit there and you look and you're like, damn. Could you have just gone a different route on that? And maybe same mm-hmm. concept as which obviously everybody, or at least in my opinion, the Zaza Pachulia to Kawhi Leonard. Mm. Sometimes you can look at it and be like, was it a dirty play? Like, actually, I just saw the replay the other day. And I'm like, was. man, it was, was. <laughs> was it a dirty play? Like, was he kind of sliding in on purpose? Or was him it just him going down and you see him look for the, the shot? You know what I mean? So it's one of those, I want to say it's not dirty, but then part of me is like, uh, I mean, they know what they're doing. <laughs> Zaza, Pacheep shot will always live rent-free in my head, I, knowing I that I think the Spurs would have beaten the Warriors that series. Oh, 100%. But, yeah, 100%. Uh, so going back to what I was saying, God, what the hell was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Celtics honestly have prepped well for this. They've beat as a stat that they put up on ESPN or something I shared for the story for the Bullet Picture Sports, they beat their last three demons, which is pretty much the teams that beat them, eliminated them the last I three like years. I like that one too. They, they beat the Miami Heat, the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. They got them all. They honestly, between the two teams, obviously, had the tougher challenge. Oh, 100%. Even, even sweeping the Nets, that was tough. The beautiful spin move from the smart pass ah, to, that was two, to beating uh, a Giannis who was on beast mode and he just needed a Chris Middleton to overcome the Celtics. Um, Jimmy Buckets, playoff Jimmy, is just an animal and they survived. Yep. And they got Lowry Celtics. back too. Yep. Celtics survived and they had the toughest road to get here. I think mentally and physically, this four-day rest will prep them ready for a Warriors team, a championship Warriors team that is ready to be back on the mountaintop. Oh, for sure. I think we we and a lot of people would agree internally, it's Warriors. But emotionally, we want the Celtics to win just because 
you like to see the underdog sometimes pull it through against a juggernaut, you know, giant that is, you know, like Warriors or yeah. well before the Chiefs, but no one, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> well, like you said too, you know, it's been so long since the Celtics have actually won, so it's like cool we get to see some new blood, you know, winning the championship. So that's the biggest thing for me too. Absolutely. I think I'll wrap it up for the basketball portion of it. Trey, just for my own curiosity, so everybody has you here and live. How are you feeling about the Denver Broncos this season, brother? How are you feeling about them? Well, then. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm actually super, super ecstatic, man. I uh, A lot of the interviews I've been like reading and all the posts I've been seeing, a lot of people are saying that the, the dy- dynamic Russ has was comparable to when Peyton joined the Broncos, and we all know how that turned out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying his, you know, Peyton came in with a tucked in shirt, button up shirt, you know, tucked in and backpack ready to roll, you know, that type of stuff. They said Russ is the exact same way. Um, and what's cool too is a lot of the receivers, you know, are saying that they can actually see what's going on now. Uh, now don't get me wrong, no shade towards Drew Locke, no shade towards Teddy, because I still felt like Drew Locke should have got his shot personally. That's just me. Um, but I mean, Russ is Russ, bro. So, I mean, great quarterback. End of story. Yeah. So I'm real excited. Uh, I think we did add some key features to our our defense, which our front four kind of hurt us this past season. So we got Gregory, which is huge. I just hope his attitude doesn't, uh, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. Um, but it's man, I'm, laser I'm focus. Just, yeah, I'm super super ecstatic this year. Are they winning the AFC West? I think we can. Um, I, the only reason I'm kind of hesitant is because the Raiders and the freaking Chargers made huge moves as well. Uh, the Chiefs kind of lackadaisical on that end. They lost their big threat. Uh, they still have Kelsey, obviously. But uh, I, I think we have potential, if not first, second. So I think I think at the minimal, we'll make the wild card. Okay. Do Are you going to any games this year? I really want to. I actually, um, <laughs> they play uh, in LA on Christmas, and I really want to go to that. That would be nice. That would be nice. Right? I know. I, I know. Pandemic year, I bought tickets for Chargers at Pat Patriots. <laughs> no, Patriots at Chargers for SoFi Stadium. The one they beat them forty-five to zero, but of course, pandemic said, "Nope, yeah. don't go to SoFi." So, yeah. I will. I would hope to later future go see that. I definitely want to make a trip to. Oh, hopefully Tom Brady doesn't retire again and then again and again. <laughs> I do need to go go buy a Bucks ticket to go see him one more time. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to see you know Tom Brady play for a different team for you. I'm sure. So, I'm saying Viviana bought me the the Bucks jersey, so at least I can sneak in there. And then when the right. game's over, I take it off and the Patriots jersey's on. Like, what's up, bitches? But um, anyways, Trey, any last thoughts before we close out the show tonight? No, nah, man, I'm just excited for football season to be here. Uh, every time, you know, the NBA playoffs is finishing up, you know what's starting. So this is my kind of year right here, and just ready, man. Just ready. It's going to be a quiet summer, though. Like, what? Do, how are you going to be feeling the next, the next essentially two months until football season does start? Just watching, bro. Watching. <laughs> watching those highlights, watching those OTAs, watching, you know, all the little stuff that these guys are posting. I just, man, I'm excited. Same man, I can't I can't wait to see how this final series goes. What happens for the Spurs and other NBA teams in, in the 
you know, draft and the free agency, and then exactly. we go into fantasy football, and then we got the freaking red zone and everything going on for football season. It's gonna Just be very exciting. It, with the with the draft itself, too. We have what ninth, twentieth, and twenty fifth, or something like that, right? I think it's um, with the thirty eighth. Yep, all that. That's correct. So it's like, man, we're we got to make moves now. That's what I'm saying. Do we trade up to the top three? Uh, we we could. I just don't know who we'd get. I, I want to say because everybody's. What are your thoughts on that Gonzaga kid? That's my question because that's who they're everybody saying that he's going number one. Chet, yeah. uh, I rather have Jabari or ba- uh, Paolo. Okay, one. I I like them more because they're more. I think they're more basketball ready. Chet's nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of the skinny centers. I'm yeah. just not. It's just you're gonna get bullied, bro. Like these these centers that you're gonna have to compete against are gonna be fuck knocking you down. Yeah. Um. So I would rather have a Jabari or a Paolo. I mean, or you know, people run into Paolo and call him Patrick Mahomes. But anyways. <laughs> um. All right, man. Well, Trey, thank you for coming on, man. Always hope to good. have you. Hope to have you on soon again because your takes are. Awesome to hear. Def- different from what I hear from Art, from a Marco, from my brother-in-law Alex. It's it's definitely nice to hear. So hopefully we can get you on be more of a regular now. Uh, mm-hmm. But I but I know our kids might also distract us sometimes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but Trey, thanks, man. Thank, uh, where can the people find you? Um, anything you like to promote? Anything you like to throw out there for yourself or for family or friends or anything like that? Uh, I mean, trigger trade perk on IG, but man, other than that, just chilling, man, just chilling, working. That's about it. Awesome, guys. And guys, y'all know where to find us on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on Instagram at Puro Pincha Sports on Twitter, Pincha Sports Pod. Guys, for Trey Parker, I am Jose Garza. We are Puro Pincha Sports, and we are out. <laughs>